Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast of Let's Talk Parenting. I am really excited to have on with me again, Teresa Carthron. And um, we teased you a little bit last week about her Mindset Mentorship Challenge. She's got 120 days of challenging you on changing your mindset. Um, I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about this challenge and what it entails. I hope you are too. Teresa, I want to thank you again for taking time to join us on Let's Talk Parenting. And please um, let, tell, tell our audience who may not have heard from you before a little bit about who you are, what you do, um, and then we'll get into this conversation. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Barbara, so much for having me on again. I really did enjoy our last conversation, and I have definitely been anticipating uh, this one. But hello to everyone. My name is Teresa Carthren. Uh, I am a published author. I am an international public speaker. Uh, I am a mindset strategist. I am a clinician. Um, but even, um, you know, despite all of those or in addition to all of those accolades, I am really just a regular um, person. I'm a woman, a wife, a sister, a daughter, uh, a dog mom. <laughs> uh, a, uh, I am a godmother uh, to five. I don't have my own birth children, but I have five uh, godchildren who um, definitely we have a relationship as if as though I were uh, their mom. Uh, so I'm just very excited to be here with you today and, um, you know, to continue this conversation on how we can just up-level our lives. I mean, man, uh, COVID-19 is here, and, you know, there's a lot of sadness and depression and angst and anxiety, but, guys, there is so much opportunity for us to come out on the other side of much better than the way we went in. And that's why I like the idea of this mindset challenge that you're talking about, because I really think that 90% of what we're going through right now, it has to do with our mindset. So talk to us about this challenge and, and what you're doing. 140 days is a long time. You know what? 120 days. 120 days might sound like a long, long time, but you know, there's statistics that talk about how long it actually takes for us to break a habit, you know, and it, it takes a little while to break a habit, and then it takes some time to make something else become a habit. So that's why, you know, I kind of pushed it out and said, hey, 120 days, because we're in that time, we're going to be breaking some old habits, and we're going to be putting some new things into place, and, you know, let's admit if we can follow something for 120 days, then shoot, you know, we ought to be able to stay alone, you know, after that. So there's some work uh, that has to take place, and that's why it's 120 days. I love it. So let's get into this challenge. Tell me about, first of all, tell me what gave you the idea. You know, um, just being a, an observer of things that are taking place right now 
And, you know, the work that I have been doing for the past 20 years, quite honestly, I'm very focused on, on fitness in all areas of our life, and our mindset is one area of fitness. Many of us don't think about, you know, mental fitness. You know, when you hear the word fitness, we think about exercising and our, our physical health. But, you know, um, our mental health is something that's just been very taboo. So I'd like to tackle, um, you know, mental fitness. And um, that's kind of, as I looked around, I see that there are some people who are really struggling in the midst of this pandemic. But guess what? There are some people who are doing better now than they ever have before. There are some people making more money, and, and, and you know, they're, they're getting their health in order um, during this time. And when you look at it, it's like what makes the difference. And um, in my research, the difference, is mindset oftentimes. It's how you're looking at it, you know. It's kind of like, yeah, this is going on, but look, what can I do with this? Okay. I, I, I see how, I can see how that could get you to start. So what is this uh, meditation mindset challenge? How, do, how does someone, uh, how did you start? So what was the first thing that you did? Um, or I, I guess my question is, if somebody's going to take the challenge, where do they start? Okay, well, if someone is going to take the challenge, you know what? The challenge is already in progress, but the beauty of it is that you start exactly where you are and you count out your 120 days. I love to, you know, I'm saying a lot of words, Barbara, but, you know, uh, as you have worked with me or been around me, I like to really, really simple, right? And, yeah. Um, we don't want to waste any time beating ourselves up, saying, oh, we missed something or anything like that. Just start, you know, if you say, hey, I'm hearing this now, I'm going to start tomorrow. Or guess what? I'm going to I'm gonna kick it into high gear and I'm going to go ahead and find something today. But all that the, the mindset mentorship is, is that um, there's a group of us in each and every day for 120 Days. We are just taking 15 minutes out of our day, and we try to make it at the beginning of the day. But, you know, there are some of us where our best work is done at night, right before we go to bed, right? So whatever is the best time for you, take 15 minutes out of your day to up-level your mindset, to listen to something that is encouraging, that is motivating. Pick a topic, pick a person um, that you can listen to or read 15 minutes out of your day, each and every day, to introduce something that is positive and something motivating and challenging to your mind. And that's pretty much it. I use YouTube videos. Um, there's Eric Thomas. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I listen to him. Tyler Perry has some great motivational things. Oprah Winfrey. I mean, I listen to all sorts of people, but, you know, um, Find that person or those people who really kind of, you know, spur you on that you have interest in and, and who are encouraging and tap into them 15 minutes a day. Even the Bible, you know, it doesn't cost anything. It, it, this, this mentorship challenge doesn't have to cost anything. Um, you know, like I said, look, listening to a YouTube video uh, presentation, and there are tons of them out there 
that are under 15 minutes in length. Um, reading a chapter out of the Bible, um, you know, a good book that you have in the house, not a storytelling book, but something that is giving you advice and that is challenging you to your better self. Oh, I love that. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are going through my mind as you, as you talk about that. Interesting. Okay, so in the mindset challenge, so we're taking that 15 minutes and we're uh, setting aside our day to, to read something. So is that the the basis of the challenge? Are there other things that we're doing along the way throughout the 120 days? Well, you know what? I can tell you that if your listeners uh, want to, if they visit my website, which is um, it's www.iamtheresac.com, and that's Teresa with no H, T-E-R-E-S-A, TeresaC.com, and if they just go on the home page and click on Join the Movement and they put their information in there, um, everyone that is participating with me, I actually uh, send out a, um, I send out my morning meditation. So there is a song or there is music that you can listen to to just kind of calm your mind, uh, to give you that encouragement. And then also I send out a mindset mentorship, um, which is, you know, what I listen to for the day. Um, And then uh, there's, you know, often there's either like a financial tip or a physical tip on things that we can do to help to protect ourselves during this pandemic. Okay. So, wow. I am, uh, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but I think I need to uh, go ahead and check out that mindset challenge myself. So I think I will be visiting your website uh, (laughs) soon. So as we talk about mindset, I think one of the things that we should talk about is we kind of talked about, touched it last time, touched on a little bit last time. I asked you the question, if I'm making a $18,000 and I now get a job where I'm making $50,000, um, you, you were talking about the fact that we go, we level to the point where we're comfortable in our financial world. So if I have what what is termed a poverty mindset, or if I have a mindset that, okay, I'm at $18,000, and this is where I'm comfortable, but now I'm making more than double that. How do I change my thinking? What is it, wh- where do I start with my mindset? How do I get out of a poverty mindset? Oh, that's really a great question. I actually... I've already been speaking to someone this morning, you know, who is talking about making $60 an hour, but they are living check to check. And we were talking about why, you know, that's happening. But, you know, really, I mean, the process, I'm not I'm not going to say that all of these things are the easiest process, but the the first step is really communication. And when I say communication, I'm not talking about talking with other people um, because, you know, especially when it comes to talking about money, you know, there was a, a commercial 
pre-coronavirus, there used to be this commercial that talked about which is easier to talk about, either sex or money, and people chose to talk about sex over talking about money. <laughs> 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 which wow. I thought was, and, and, it, and men and women across the board, because nobody really, nobody wanted to really reveal, like, where they were financially. Uh, so across the board, people chose uh, sex. So um, I'm saying communication with yourself, that that you have to be willing to be truly honest with yourself. Take inventory of yourself, where you are and where you would really like to be. Then, you know, I call, there are things that I say that there are four D's, D's, the alphabet D to success. And you might want to write these down or I can email these to you and you can share them with your listeners. But there's four D's to success. One is your desire. So if you desire to actually um, make this change, then that's, we're way ahead of the game. Because nobody can really impact your desire. That's something that's just within you. So if you desire. Next is decide or your decision. Decide to do about it. This is your desire. Yes, you're making money, but do you really desire to live financially at a different at a different um, level? And if you do, then you make some decisions. This is my decision. And then there's dedication. So that's the third D is dedication. What dedication is? What's my plan? Like, how am I going to execute this? How am I? What actions am I going to take to get myself here? And then the last D is discipline, which is how well am I going to stick to it? That's your stick to itness. Like, how well am I going to be able to stick to um, my plan? But the first step is really just being honest with yourself. You know, to not make excuses, not blame it on, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you because I'm, I have messed up a lot of money. I'm just being transparent. I didn't just come here, you know, debt-free. You know, I've messed up. Um, you know, I've had my challenges uh, with money as well. But And I could sit here and say, oh, you know, my parents didn't teach me about money. You know, they taught me how to count, but they didn't teach me how to manage. We didn't sit around the table talking about how to own businesses. And You know, I could blame this person and that. I could say, oh, when I went to school, this happened or that happened. So don't make any excuses. What's in the past is where is in the past. Let's focus on the right here, right now, just me, me in the room all by myself. Where am I financially? So that's the first step. Wow, that sounds really, it sounds really important. Let's talk about um, mindset, parenting, intellect, and finances. Would you talk about what that looked like? You just mentioned we didn't sit around, when I was growing up, we didn't sit around to talk about money. Why is that important? Oh, you know what? It is very important. It doesn't mean, now, you know, in, in the spirit, you know, the Bible tells us that our ladder will be greater, right? But, you know, there are some of us that just have a smoother road um, because of what we learned, you know, when we were children. In those formative 
years, when we are, you know, because we learn all kinds of ways, not by just what we're told, but we're, we, we learn by what we see. I, you know what? We really didn't have a lot of money, but I didn't see that we were struggling. It, that, that wasn't necessarily evident uh, to me, you know, but um, as, as far as parents are concerned, our parents, when we look back on, and if you're a parent now, we're all, our parents did, and we as parents are doing the absolute best that we can based off of the information that we have. So the, 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 the thing is that we have to up-level the information. So don't necessarily beat up the person. We have to up-level the information. So as parents, what we are teaching our children um, through, through um, you know, sitting down, having conversations with them, as well as what we show them by example. If we are, you know, when I was growing up, Barbara, children were seen but what? Not heard. Exactly. <laughs> but today we find that children are they're very intermeshed into adult conversation. When I was growing up, we never sat around while adults were talking. But today that's not necessarily true. So we need to have those conversations. Look, we have Kamala Harris who is now going to be who is the vice president elect and you know when you listen to her, she talks about how her mom was pouring into her that she could be anything, that she could do better. And when she approached challenges, her mom was saying, you better get in there and beat them. So, you know, there's this encouragement. So it's important for us, if we're talking about it and we make it commonplace and it's natural, our children will gravitate towards it. So even if we don't have that in our history, it's still not too late for us to do the things that I mentioned earlier. Start listening to a YouTube video a day or, you know, we can easily up-level what we know so that we can now influence, you know, our kids. But when we're looking for toys for our kids, how about getting them some things that will help them with money? There are plenty of games out there that have to do uh, with money and with counting. You know, instead of saying, oh, my God, I hated math. Yeah, maybe so, but it's really important in understanding money. So, you know, hey, let's jump in there and play those games with our kids. There are several different, like, organizations. And then even paying attention to who our kids are hanging around. No, we can't always pick our kids, friends, but we, you know, we can have a little bit of an influence in who we're hanging around. You know, sometimes we have to evaluate these circles, and all of these things um, impact the outcome. You know, as you were speaking, you were reminding me of Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I really enjoyed that book, and, you know, it's interesting because both fathers really gave him important information, but his rich dad caused him to think about things differently. And he has a game that I think every family should own and play it's called the cash flow quadrant. Uh-huh. And it teaches people about 
thinking about money from four different perspectives. Thinking about money as a person who's employed. Thinking about a, a money as a person who is self-employed. Thinking about money from the potential of being a business owner, and then thinking about money from the potential of being an investor. So yeah. I just think it's really interesting. You know, we need if we're going to up level, then those are different mindsets that we can think about and move into as we as we grow. So I really love what you had to say there. Um, because I think parents, um, you can't go where you haven't been. And so if you want your children to have a prosperity mindset and you haven't had one before, then you learning and talking about what you're learning with your kids is of paramount importance. I really um, think that folks should begin to think about what Teresa is saying and think about, you know, check out her website. I'll give it again. I am Teresa C dot com. Take a look at her website. Join the challenge. Think about these things. COVID can be your launch. I mean, one of the things that I, you know, in studying people, Teresa, Colonel Sanders, was 65 years old, got his first Social Security check and said, this ain't going to cut it. And he started, <laughs> he started going out to uh, sell his chicken recipe. You know, he went to over a thousand people before somebody would take him up on his offer. That's you know, that's dead, that's dead, dead, dead case. And he was 65. So if he can make millions of dollars at 65, the rest of us can do it younger. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And what you said is so important that we not be stopped. Um, you know, even um, you mentioned Colonel Sanders. I'm thinking about, um, oh, my goodness, the lady that wrote Harry Potter, you know, how she went to all of these publishing companies, how they told her Harry Potter, oh, nobody wants to, oh, that's just not going to be successful. No, 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 no. Then when she finally got her yes, I mean, she is now um, the most successful author, published author in, like, history with um, the Harry Potter series. I mean, because it's not only books, it's movies and, you know, toys and all of these things. Or I think about Anita Baker, who went to 99, um, 99 different um, music um, studios and they um, producers, and they all turned her down. They told her she would never be successful because she, because she made all these faces and these strange movements when she was singing, and they told her that, um, you know, she didn't pronounce her words in such a way that they were easy to understand and that she would not be successful. But that 100th person, I mean, and, and look, Anita Baker is a part of our history. But, you know, I encourage people that work with me, I tell them, listen, if you have a desire to start a business, write a book, improve your financial life, guess what? Don't seek the approval of anyone who has never done it before right. or any 
someone who does not either know you or your desire. Don't don't ask those people, is it a good idea? Because then we go back to what we said in the last podcast with Robert Kiyosaki that our friends, they love us, but they just don't want us to leave them. So they're going to say, oh, no, no, no. Or they just may have limiting beliefs themselves. So believe in yourself. But that, that was an awesome, awesome example. So you're exactly correct. It is never, ever, ever too late. Okay, so now um, we've been talking about intellect, we've been talking about mindset. Do you have some strategies for folks to consider as they begin to make these shifts and changes um, in, in their mindset? Yes, absolutely. Well, I gave you one. I told you that, you know, honest and open communication with yourself, that is just, definitely paramount. Number three, um, well, number two, it's important for you to know what your numbers are. You know, you should know in these numbers, and again, I will can send these to you, but um, or if, if you listen, but just going real quickly, you should know your net total monthly income. That's how much you actually have in your hand after taxes uh, each and every month. Your monthly household expenses, your monthly credit expenditures, your monthly minimum payments that you have to pay to your creditors, um, the total amount that you can commit to saving from each paycheck. Saving, that's a big word. We'll talk about that another time. But even if all you can manage to save is $1 a paycheck, commit to saving that dollar. And then the total amount that remains after you have been paid, even if after you have been paid and you've paid everything, your amount is zero, or you might really find that you're in the red. If that's the case, that's okay. You need to know that. You don't have to share that, but be open and honest um, with yourself. Um, Number three, I would say develop at least three financial exit strategies that you can use uh, when faced with temptation that will divert you away from your plan. So once you put your plan in place, go ahead and develop some exit strategies, some things that you can say that can quickly get you out of a situation so that you just don't make a wrong decision. And the situation is those people who are, who are coming to you saying, hey, let's go out to eat or, hey, let's go out of town, you know, some uh, let's go shopping, <laughs> you know. those You know, we we all have those people uh, in our life, um, don't be afraid to give, but also don't be ashamed to ask for help. Don't be too proud to accept a gift because guess what? I am a giver, and there are some people who are just looking for people to give to. When every, every Christmas, my husband and I, we're married 23 years, so um, 24 years now, Every Christmas, we look for a family to help supply their Christmas. We're we're looking for them, wow. and we're and we're giddy about being able to do it. So I'm I'm saying, don't be too ashamed, don't be too proud to ask, because there are some people who are just it's not a bother to them. There are some people who are actively looking uh, for people uh, to give to. 
believe that you are worthy of having financial stability. You are worthy. It doesn't matter if no one in your house, in your your entire family before now, if everybody has always lived check to check, guess what? Believe that you are worthy of having financial stability. And But it takes action. Take steps um, towards achieving it. Surround yourself by people with the financial aptitude to achieve the financial success that you desire, even if the only way you can get to these people is through a book, an audio book, or the Internet. There's nothing wrong with that. Consider your circle of friends. Make changes if you have to. You know, I talked about praying with your family. And the last one that I'm going to give you is do not stand in financial judgment of others or of yourself. Instead, encourage others. And, yes, definitely encourage yourself. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, Teresa, we've talked a lot. Now, I want us to give the, the audience a little bit of a teaser for next time. So we've talked about financial. We've talked about intellect. What's the key part of FIT? Well, the T is totally fit for life, so that's where we would go into talking about our physical health. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, 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 Teresa shared last time, I don't think she shared it this time, but by trade she is a nurse, and she it, she's also a beast in that area. <laughs> and so she... Uh, when she's talking about physical health, she's talking about the whole kit and caboodle. So, Teresa, what do you think is probably the number one thing people need to think about when they're talking about their physical health? You know, um, what I would really, what I really like to talk about is our, you know, those common diseases that we think are diseases like blood pressure and blood sugar. And what I like to say to us, just being making it real plain, you know, the words pressure, you know, code word pressure and sugar. You know, we've heard those words all up, all through our upbringing. And because we've heard those words, we think that they're just common and that it's normal. But pressure and sugar is not normal. <laughs> all right. I think that's, that's an awesome place to, to leave it. So, guys, <laughs> pressure and sugar are not normal. And if you want to know why they aren't and what, what you can do about it, then you're going to have to tune in to Let's Talk Parenting next time. Um, Teresa, I want to thank you so much for um, this has been a power-packed time, and I think the people are going to take a lot of nuggets from this. And there's a lot of things to think about that you've given the audience, so I really appreciate your doing that. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Let's Talk Parenting. We've been talking to Teresa C. Car or Teresa Carthron. She is a mindset strategist for um, making yourself totally fit for life. 
which we're really excited about. You can reach out to her and find out more information at IamTeresaC.com. Uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you.